of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined, as always, by the interrupter, Kyle Vessner. How's it going, anyways, T- Kyle? Kyle. <laughs> I was thinking through it. I don't know, dude. Living on the edge. Living on... I'm, I'm, yeah, also I'm, living on a prayer. I'm faking it today, also. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Same. I worked today. I worked outside with tools and hammers and saws and nail guns. I'm a framer again. That's dope, though. Yeah, yeah. It's a, I I've almost wanted like you you came in been like this is what I did today and I was like maybe I should do that. <laughs> yeah. For like a month till I, I hate mean, it. It's the greatest time to do it right now, yeah. like spring into summer, mm-hmm. and then actually honestly the best time is September. I like the way the fucking the cool days, the crisp cool autumn days is my is my jam. And you know that winter is coming to suck the life out of everyone, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> when now they, they're at the my days level. get shorter and the clouds come low and everything's gray, and you listen to Moon Sorrow and know that it's gonna be fucking miserable for six months. Um, fuck. Uh, so yeah, do you, what, how's your week, Kyle? Did anything interesting happen to you? I'm only asking so yeah. that I can talk about my uh-huh. thing. Yeah, I ruined about four good white shirts <laughs> in a row. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. I, <laughs> I'm such a stubborn fucking retard. <laughs> He's got. I think is in in the moment. I think this is so funny because of how upset you're getting, even though there's zero repercussions for you. I, <laughs> you didn't ruin any of your shirts. No. I street. We're drunk. I'm drinking red wine on a white shirt. Caleb mentioned something. Ten Old. minutes later, I spill on my shirt, and I he's, laugh. He's dead right. Spilling it. So to be a dick in my <laughs> mind, I got. I see a rack of white shirts I just washed. Go and put on another fresh white shirt. Caleb's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You're gonna spill it." No, I'm not. Knowing full well, I'm gonna spill it again. <laughs> I did that four times. And we were hammered. Yeah, I did it four times. Ruined four shirts with red wine. And then you quit the podcast. And I we're quit back. the podcast. And now we're already back. <laughs> um, fuck, that was a fun that was a fun day. Earlier in that night, mm-hmm. um, we had gone to the liquor store and I went to the fridge. Oh yeah. I went to the fridge <laughs> and got my classic pink six pack of hay alls. And I was walking to the counter and a guy comes walking towards me, and he's got a six-pack of pink hayalls, and I hear him muttering, fucking dollar short, man. And he's got a $20 bill in his hand. So, so like, what else was he buying? I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. But I don't think he's homeless because he has money. But he's clearly a drunk. But I, I'm like... Would you rather him be homeless or not homeless? Um. Well, I don't really like to just buy booze for, like, fu- like homeless people because... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's I guess that's fucked up. I don't know why. I just feel like I mean like making it worse for them. But if you're just a drunk that has a job, I feel uh-huh. like I don't know. I feel like I don't like giving homeless people money on the principle of they just they always ask for more. There's like this guy that lives by my house and it yeah. doesn't matter. No, not disagreeing. There's a guy uh, that lives by our house. It's just a sidetrack that's boring and irrelevant. <clears throat> so anyways, this guy, I'm like, "Look, man, I've been a drunk guy before that's been $2 short." And yep. I and he's drinking the same drink as me, and I'm like, "Fuck it, dude! I'll buy your six pack." Oh, you felt like a little kismet. Yeah, and I was just like, 
yeah, you know, it's a sign from God. <laughs> he's drinking the same pink hails. He's like me in 15 years. Yeah, he looked like I a hope const- someone buys me a construction worker. <laughs> Some so, hails in 15 years. And I was like, I'm going to be a construction worker. Anyways, um, I go. He's like, oh, thanks, man. That's so awesome. You're so great. Blah, 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 blah. We get to the counter and the cashier. Uh, gives me a look like you are not fucking helping this guy. And I kind of was like, oh, no, like this guy seems like he's a problem. And I can mm-hmm. tell by how much he's talking to me. He's pretty obnoxious. I'm kind of regretting it, but I've committed. I could see it on your face. Yeah. And he's like, point. he's like, thanks, man. You're so great. You should join my club. You should join my group. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Aryan Nation. I'm like, excuse me. He's like, Aryan Nation. N-A-S-H-I-O-N. And I'm like, what? I'm. What the fuck does that mean? He's like, I love Hitler. I'm friends with Hitler. And I'm like, cancel the transaction. I'm not buying that. <laughs> and he's like, what? I thought we were friends. I'm like, no, man. Like, fuck that. That's not cool at all. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Tory. This is just me. I'm sorry, Tory. Uh-huh. It's so, come on, man. Blah, blah. I'm like, no, dude, I'm not doing it. And the guy keeps talking. I pay for my stuff. He's kind of being obnoxious. The manager comes out, kicks him out. We get in the car. And then you had the funniest fucking line. Do you remember what you said? You're like, if you have a phrase for how many times you fuck up, you're a complete you need asshole. To apologize. Yeah. Yeah. You have a rhyme for the <laughs> yeah, amount yeah. of times you apologize. Yeah. If you have I'm a rhyme. Sorry, Tori. <laughs> that's your catchphrase. It's fucking asshole. And then uh, it's funny from my perspective, though. You were you 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 had bought the thing, decided. I saw you're getting visibly annoyed, and then you're like, no, I'm not buying it. But I didn't hear any of the shit he said. So, so what? I was like, what the fuck could he have possibly said between there and the chat and like. 30 seconds yeah, 30 talks, seconds. probably way less yeah yeah we just like caleb would just go from pulling out his card to going fuck you i'm not buying this for you yeah i mean yeah and i was like oh i love hitler oh that'll do it i, I don't know if that they did it on purpose it's Nation. weird that he just profiled you so well though did you find that <laughs> odd that he were you what? mad no <laughs> were you mad that he outed you was that the just kidding <sighs> not, you don't love hitler i know i, I hate- think that was Pretty clear that you don't like Hitler. Okay. From your previous story. And then... God damn it, dude. The next day... I can't even pretend you like Hitler? No. You can't pretend we like Hitler. I don't That's know. That's the I fucking d- I problem. I don't like Hitler. Great. The next day... <laughs> I want to go on record as saying I, the interrupter, do not like Hitler or endorse any of his actions. Uh, the next day, we went for we went to watch Canucks lose again, get shut out again uh, at a bar. And I was hanging out with my two brothers and an, and a close personal friend of ours, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just classic bants the whole night. And uh, <laughs> we're ordering food, and Joab's taking for fucking ever, uh-huh. right? And Simeon goes, "Joab, it's a pub. They have pub food. Pick something." <laughs> yeah. And Joab's it's all like, going in a deep fryer. And Joab's like, "It's, it's not about the food. It's about the price." Because Joab's just the cheapest guy we know. We call him Thrifty Joe. He's always yeah. trying to get deals. Uh-huh. And it, like it was Wednesday, but they don't do Wing Wednesday anymore. He's like, "Well, not doing that. Definitely not." And anyways, so we eat our. Yeah, food. He's not getting wings because theoretically. Normal normal circumstances, he'd get the wings cheaper. Yeah, exactly. So now those are off the table. So now he's can't be like, paying full price. Ah, I'm not really that hungry. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we they're drinking beers, watching the game. Uh, second period ends. We're going home, and uh, <laughs> Simeon's like, "Watch this. Uh, can I get the check, please? One bill." And just goes, "Fuck, suck it, Joab." As in, you would have got it. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking prank. I didn't catch it right away. But I love to get pranked like that. Yeah. Getting my bill paid for me. <laughs> it's a, my favorite prank. I know. Hands down. It was hilarious. Um, 
Because, like, as cheap as he is, he's probably like, fuck, I could have got that, got it for free. But also, <laughs> yeah. he's still got his drinks for free. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's still a win. It was just funny. It was just like, what a hilarious move on Sims' part. I'd never seen anybody do something like that before. The shit talking that goes on in sports. Yeah. Like, people watching sports. I don't even understand. Yeah. Because you're not involved. People act like they're on the team. Your guy I mean, this, your team sucks. All right. I don't even, I don't own it. In fact, I don't even have any money if invested in if this If you're game, Taz, so. mm-hmm. it's pathetic, okay? Like, if you actually care. and He's you, been on the Heavy Mitch Chad podcast. And you, and you get, he's a, lo- he's a comedian. He's a local comedian. Let's call, <laughs> specifically, he's a local comedian. Yeah, specifically. Specifically. Um, like, if you actually care and get mad, yeah, you're a fucking loser. But if it's just for fun, it's really fun. Oh, that I get. Yeah. No, I meant actually getting mad. Actually caring. Mm-hmm. So uh, I gave you some homework this week, Kyle, mm-hmm. and the homework was now. If this was if this was high school, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, but I'm growing as a person. I did my homework. That's great. Uh, so the homework was there's a new mm-hmm. actually it's not really that new. It's new to me. A new podcast called Heaven Bent. And if you want to know where I came from, listen to that podcast season one. It's exactly how my parents got famous, and it's fucking bananas, okay? Mm-hmm. It, you can hear, like, she has actual, like, f- uh, recordings of people, like, praying and barking like dogs and shouting and laughing fits and hysterical crying and all kinds of outrageous shit. And she's, like, a real journalist who does her homework. Like, people were claiming a miracle of getting gold teeth. God was giving them gold teeth. And she, yeah. like, goes to the dentist. And, like, the dentist's like, yeah, that looks like a dentist tooth. That doesn't look like a miracle at all. And, uh, anyways, it's just fantastic. So, But season two is ongoing right now. And it's about this crazy church where my pe- like people I know preach all the fucking time. Is this what your parents started in? It was uh, hard to tell because no. they're in California, they right? Start, yeah. But the, they mentioned Toronto a bunch. Okay, the- so the Toronto blessing is like the revival where my parents got famous. Tons of people got famous from there. Is that like the and starting point? Yeah. and it's That sp- spread all this? Spread, all, spread around the world. <clears throat> and this is now like an offshoot of that. Okay? It's called Bethel. And just look them up. I, I feel like I've heard of that. They're Outside famous. Outside of, they're, okay. They have, they're, the, like, they're the most famous worship music in the world, probably. Okay. Them or Hillsong. And they have a huge church, thousands of members. They have a school mm-hmm. that they it's, they call it a school. It's really just indoctrination, blah, blah, blah. They try to get accredited. They can't. Anyways, the whole thing is just bananas. And if you look, if you look up Bethel Gold Cloud, you can see literal glitter falling from the sky and people calling it gold from God. It's the dumbest shit you ever saw in your life. So anyways. Hey, what do you mean exactly? Their claim, this one of the miracles that happened all the time for a while was People would get gold dust on their hands or flecks of gold or teeth of gold. It was like some sort of like God blessing them thing. Do you think it, it actually happened? No, it, of course not. Like, of course fucking not. Because you could, I'm just, I was thinking like, uh, you were saying it in my mind like it, it happened. They, they think it happened. And I was processing like, how could it happen? They think and it happened. And you really could just spray a cloud. Dude, me and- You could spray a cloud. My and friends- Someone would get gold on them eventually. My friends, we heard about this going on, and my friends, went. our church had a balcony, and we, they went up on the balcony and sprinkled glitter dust, and That's people awesome. flipped the fuck out. <laughs> people flipped out. Oh my God! Oh my God, it's real! It's happening! Ah! It was the funniest fucking uh, prank ever, and uh-huh. then it was like shushed and suppressed, and they got in big trouble. Um, well, this is what happens. Someone does it as a prank. The people who get pranked don't find out that it was a prank, and now they're like actual gold rain from the sky. 
Uh, well, we pranked it because it's already claiming to have happened, but uh-huh. I think it was contrived. I think like the fucking janitor went up there and put gold dust on the fans and then turned the fans on at, at a queue. That's a good point. Um, I mean, that's all it would take. Right? That's it. And and gold teeth, all of them, not a single one verified. This chick goes to like a bunch of people that claim it, and none of them, like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. What's They're, the gold teeth thing? Your teeth turn to gold. Just turn to gold? Yeah, just you're, you have a tooth. Is that a net benefit? No. I mean, I'd rather have my organic teeth. Wouldn't that be? Yes. And like. You know what would be cool? Turning ex- my gold teeth into real human <laughs> teeth. I, that's a really good point that no one's made so far. You gotta replace gold teeth all the time. Uh, the thing I thought was like, yeah, you go get it ripped out and then get another t- tooth and then get like you have gold now. Yeah, there's a guy that claims like he got a whole bunch of that's them. A painful source. There's a to guy get your money from, but there's a guy that claims he has a whole bunch of them, but he he's dead now. Mm-hmm. And um, I so badly like the ultimate fucking verification would be to exhume his corpse and check his mouth and be like, look, liars. You fucking liars. But I'm not going to do that, obviously. Well, what a, that can be faked. You, c- I mean, it could be you, faked. I mean, you could get real gold teeth. That's a real thing Dude, that they, they make. They, they also, used to make. These people claim that they turn to gold and turn back and shit like that. It's, What's with the gold? I, I, I explained. Is I don't that know. biblical? It's blessing. It's like richness. It represents the greatest quality. It's okay. It's just wealth. Yeah, it's got. Well, in heaven, everything's gold. It's just like it's the best thing oh, they could yeah. think of, right? Forgot about it. Um, you know what I saw in that thing though, or listened to? So yes, you can keep going. Well, see, I, that's what. So season four is about healing and miracles, and because there's one specific part. That I'll wait to I'll wait to see if you get to it. That I was like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, the dead kid. Yeah. Okay. So the worship leader's kid dies. Dies of sudden infant death or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like one or two years old. The, the poor baby girl. And they hold six days and nights of resurrection services. They're posting it on Instagram and everything. You can go look at this shit. It's the most sad. It's fucking. It makes me angry. It's. And so it's public every day. They're, God, but they're praying for the fucking ba- objective, dead baby girl. Objectively, there's nothing you can do. The baby's dead. The baby's dead. Well, they're praying so for what? a resurrection. Like just last week, we read in the in the Bible that God does all the fu- all the time. Apparently, yeah. And guess what? By the way, people who get resurrected die later. I hate that fucking shit. It's not like you just punted the problem down the road. Well, I thought the point of resurrection because Jesus you, died too. It's yeah, just you had you died finished, at the wrong time. You hadn't finished your mission from. It's God annoying. Or whatever. It's annoying too. And then people that get healed eventually die. Like everyone dies. They they, they don't. Yeah, but the, I don't think they claim different. The, my my I don't know. The, they say Jesus conquered death because you live in heaven. But if you really, I don't. I, I, it just bugs me. Uh, so, anyways, this dead kid, right? Yeah. So they're going nuts. Yeah, they're, they're doing these chants. I can't remember what the baby's name was. Olive. All. Oh yeah. Olive from that tree, blah, blah, blah. It was mm-hmm. so cringe, so weird. It took it, me a second to realize what was going on, by the way. Listening yeah. to it, I'm like, are they yes. chanting for a dead baby? Yes, I know. And you're like, and then you're like, wait, they actually believe in resurrection to the point where you can... Publicly put it on Instagram for six days and nights, and on day seven, they buried it. I was honestly waiting for the baby to be alive. Nope. In this story. How does anyone that <laughs> witnesses that go to church again? Well, the baby deserved to die, obviously. That's fucking craziness. That's what you'd have to believe. I guess so. I guess so. If you but believe God chooses when you live or die or when your mission's over, when it starts. They declared it. And they they essentially, with the 
they would probably consider themselves the most the most connected, most powerful, uh, most connected to God. Let's say group of people that there is on this earth. But they proclaimed it and and declared That's it. That's my point. No, but the, my point is, they said this is a guarantee. God's going to do this, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. They, they it's same with like Trump getting elected. I, I have prophecies where it's like he will get a second term, and now they're that's why they all supported the steel thing, because they, they were like it's been prophesied by God. It can't be wrong. The steel, the, the stop the steel and. You know what I'm talking about, like no. how how for like a month after the election, they kept saying the election was stolen and we're gonna get to the bottom of this. And oh, yeah, that was mostly dumb <laughs> fucking Christians. I thought you meant the metal. I thought it was like the aluminum embar- embargo. Embargo? <laughs> no. One of those words? No. Yeah, I don't know. I I just thought that was like the craziest <clears throat> fucking story, and I can't believe anyone who goes to that church would go to that church. Well, there again. was no real follow up. I guess maybe next episode of um, the podcast. The f- the follow-up is, is they buried the fucking baby. No, but I know. Is there like a, is there a, like an exodus? Is there, is there like dissent now? Is there, no. pe- are people questioning their faith? They're strong. Based it's, on the fact that they weren't able to. Strong as ever. I mean, there was one. Well, gr- how does that work? I don't know. There's, they're delusional cults. I, there's no rhyme or reason for this shit. Anyways, uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, we have a just the verifiable, the verifiable nature of the thing you say, right? The I've baby's never, dead. Yeah, we it's pretty clear to know whether it comes back alive or you're buried in the ground. Jesus will raise this baby. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen, and the whole community is like, "Well, we tried." Is that the? They're <laughs> yes. like, "Well, we tried." <laughs> yes. No, but it was guaranteed. I, I don't know what to tell you. Why does God want this baby to die? I'm. Why does God want any baby to die? I don't like all these people are delusional, but that was to me when there must have been some people who left after that. I couldn't imagine because I mean, much, that's, that's, much, sorry, like my grandma went through the same thing in her church split, not same thing, but a similar event yeah. predicted the, the rapture it, didn't, didn't happen. happen. The people church stayed. split. She, my grandma stayed <laughs> when you got nothing else, you know? I guess you just it's just take what you got. So but. crazy to me how I get it comes down to I think the fundamental dichotomy. I've said this before. It's a cool sounding word. Fundamental dichotomy. Um, wicked to smile. split things to split things in two, Kyle. If there's only two <clears throat> dichotomy. Anyways, there's people who want to believe, who want to believe this. There must be more. This can't be it. I mm-hmm. I choose to believe in something more. And there's people that acknowledge facts <laughs> in my world. People who just say it seems more reasonable. That well, the-, the the thing is, everyone wants that baby to be alive. Right. But you don't get to choose. Realizing you don't have the power to choose that they, until the baby's been dead for 10 minutes. They truly did. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we have a fantastic story Was today. your church like that? Yes. Growing up? Yes. Dude, I have a story. There was a woman, uh, I might have told this before on the podcast, but I'll just tell it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a woman, um, she was uh, handicapped, um, she broke her back in a car accident, and she like was- paralyzed. Paralyzed. She's been in a wheelchair for like 10 years or something. She used to ha- be able to walk, paralyzed now. Because a lot of these walking things that I've seen on the internet, say a person's like, has a cane. Yes, And then I know. they just get a bunch of adrenaline. And no, she's fully like, paralyzed. Okay. So this healer came to our church. I think it was Charles Endifon, but it might not have been. Healer is such a sketchy word. I know. I can't believe and so is. he's doing five days of healing. Mm-hmm. And on the fifth day, he calls out this woman's name. Get up out of your chair. 
and the whole place is cheering and she's at the front. She wants to believe she's God's going to heal her. And they pull her up and she falls down and they pull her up and she falls down and people are cheering. Come on. Yes, God. Woo. And she falls down. And then he goes, uh, you know, I can't remember how he explained it, but he awkwardly transitioned. He just kind of moved on to the next one. Like this one didn't work this time. Next one, next prayer. And that was it faith shattering moment there's like a few of them that was one of the ones where i was like this is fucking dumb that's well, that's insane yes he really he really pulled the rug out from under her <laughs> yeah it was so it was heartbreaking she was crying that's what I mean. she was crying to give someone the impression that they could walk again based on the voodoo you're doing oh, so- and then and then he doesn't have to live with that no he goes to the next church gets his next his next paycheck you know what it's it's impressive the balls on him because he has to believe he could do it. Because if you're being strategic, you would never pick something that's fundamentally impossible. Yeah. Right? So that's he true. has to believe he has powers. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought they're all scam artists. They can't be. Because yeah. if you actually had a little bit of strategy, you would never pick the impossible one. That's true. That's a good point. Like the Kane people. Those people I yeah. can easily see being full of shit and knowing they are. Mm-hmm. That guy picks a paralyzed person. Walk again. And some of the fucking miracles they can, like my mom always claims my brother, 95% chance. We've all seen the yeah, video. So annoying. <laughs> um, one like one that happened to me, I broke my collarbone when I was young, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And I had been in a sling for like four weeks so or three weeks, I don't know, at some time. But mm-hmm. I was still in the sling. And they were like, take the sling off and do push-ups. And I did in front of everybody. And they were all cheering. They are like, how does it feel? I'm like, it feels good. They're like, it's a miracle. I'm like... In retrospect, I'm like, it's been four weeks. And also, you could still do push-ups. Maybe. If it was broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would hurt like hell. Yeah. I mean, I could feel it, but I was like, I can do it. It didn't hurt too bad. And plus, everybody's watching, right? Yeah. Some crazy shit. Just break it again. (laughs) I mean, I kind of wish. Do you think they should have, instead of like guaranteeing it, they should have gave all of a 95% chance? You got to have that five percent caveat. Where the, just the problem is, work. by your faith, you're healed. You have to believe a hundred percent. That's the that's the caveat actually to for healing to work. Is you have so your mom? Yeah. is fundamentally wrong. Then what do you mean? Well, she she gave your brother a ninety five percent chance. Well, no, the doctors did. So that's oh. their prognosis. Okay. And so in my mom's world, it should have been a hundred. And by the way, he didn't get up and walk. He did six months of physio, suffered the entire time. Thanks mm. for nothing, God. You dipshit. Oh, it makes me so it's part angry. Part of his journey. All right. So today's story is fantastic. It might be. I've said this many times before. My favorite Bible story. Mm-hmm. So a quick recap: where we are in the Bible. We're talking about Elijah. So uh, there had been about a dozen kings of Israel, or maybe twenty kings of Israel, and the line was each king had done more evil in the eyes of the Lord than the king before him. So you have to imagine 200 years of complete debauchery. <laughs> you know what? It's like that. You ever heard, would you rather have uh, start off with a penny and double it every day for a year or have a million dollars? Like, what would you rather have? The exponential growth. Yeah. Yeah. So the exponential growth of evil yes. from kings, there must be some wild shit. Within a year, you start off with a penny, you have like, I don't know, $5 million or something. That's awesome. Start off with one king that's yeah. kind of a little corrupt. 
exponentially worse five generations later. I'm pretty sure like one of the first or second had shrine prostitutes, like which is way up there in the evil world. But, uh-huh. Like they they must have been eating babies for breakfast and shit. This guy's like jerking off all over pictures of Jesus himself, <laughs> God himself. They probably didn't have pictures, but paintings, carvings, carving, no stone no, carvings, no carvings. That's an idol. That's one of the reasons why Jew, uh, Israel, like right, you gotta have a house. Why Jews yeah. don't have any like relics to point to. Almost mm-hmm. every other religion has relics and like stuff. Like the Jews don't have anything but written words, which is very convenient in proving their say, shit. That's a that's a smart strategy. Yeah, they are tricky. So they got all these evil kings. Then Ahab comes to the it's throne. Like, the only thing you can build is a house for God that you're imagining he lives in. Yeah, no representations or anything. And a bi- and a bigger palace for yourself is what Solomon <laughs> Why did. Why does God always have a beard? Irrelevant. Um, just curious. I don't, because I, probably everybody had beards back then, and they just—that's how they painted them in the first place, and then mm. they just became a motif. I thought maybe it was like a powerful elderly type figure, but I was like, God's eternal, so well, he well, he wouldn't be old. Yeah, he probably switches up his facial hair, so probably got a Kevin Federline goatee sometimes. K fan, <laughs> like whatever he wants. <laughs> so, so that so that those kings are there mm-hmm. now. Ahab comes to the throne. <clears throat> he marries the worst woman in the Bible, the biggest bitch, Jezebel. Uh, she's a prophet. She's a prophetess of Baal. So bi- yep. big, big, big no-no. Mm-hmm. And she basically t- takes the state religion from uh, Judaism or Christ-, Christ or God. No, there's no Christ yet. No Christ. They're Yahweh. She takes it from that, and they're full-blown Baal worshippers now. <clears throat> so she convinces them. Yeah. So. Elijah comes in and rebukes him, says, you're the worst. You're the worst of the worst. And fuck that whore. And he's like, I have been. Thank you. Yeah, it's been (laughs) pretty good. It's going to get real bad around here. Mm -hmm. Drought, famine, not even do. Well, I couldn't I couldn't even fathom changing my like core beliefs for a woman. (laughs) Many a guy have fallen into that trap. Like I personally would never get married. Solomon. Unless a woman wanted to marry me. Then I, mean, I would for sure. How many times did I say I'd never get married? <laughs> probably all this. About. Probably on this so podcast. many times. <laughs> I like how the caveat was: unless a woman wanted to marry me, then no, I would do it. The caveat was: unless the government's made it impossible for, her, for us to be together. Aww. Thus, it's a cute story. I married for a visa, Kyle. That's the only reason, not for you love. Didn't do it for love? No, of course not. I want Swedish citizenship. I want to retire in the fjords. Oh, you want to go over there? Yeah, man. They had the best fucking. You don't even have to work, and then you just get free money till you die. Yeah, they really got to figure it out over there. I, I mean, plenty I, of innovation coming from the land of free money. I don't even know if that's true. By the way, I just I don't said know if that. It's true either. <laughs> um, Here so, on the Bible Beater podcast, we speak exclusively in non-truths. Um, so then, so Elijah rebukes him. Mm-hmm. Then he has to run away because they're going to kill him. So he goes to the Elijah. desert. Yeah, Elijah. He goes to the desert. What does rebukes him mean? Like openly scolds him? Yeah, rebukes. In front of everybody? Yeah, like, fuck you. That could be a rebuke. Mm -hmm. Or the Lord, anger, the Lord's anger has been- Your girlfriend's a whore. You're believing in the wrong God. Yeah, that's exactly the type of stuff. And like talking, rebuking the king is like, you know, punishable by death. So Mm -hmm. he has to flee. He goes to the desert. Uh, Ravens come and feed him. That's the same penalty that rebuking God has. Yeah. Questioning authority, punishable yeah. by death. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the same punishment. Exactly. Um, he gets fed by ravens, and I read something interesting today that uh, there's controversy that he got fed by ravens, because ravens, if you remember from the book of Leviticus, are ritually or ceremonially unclean. 
So really dumb move of God's part to feed him with ravens. Some people think it's a a spelling mistake and he actually was fed by Arabs, which seems more plausible, but I like ravens for the story. He was fed by Arabs one piece of bread at a time? Yeah, they've dropped it in his mouth. Also, it says it dropped it in his mouth. Doesn't make sense. Uh, Yeah, so ravens is more fitting to the story. Unless they made up the one piece of bread at a time part. No, it says right here, um, they brought bread and meat. No, it didn't say they dropped it in his mouth. It says the ravens brought bread and meat in the morning and evening. Sorry, bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat Mm -hmm. in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Okay. So now he's in the desert. Now he's like, man, I need. What is? And, and we haven't mentioned Arabs in the Bible yet, have we? Um, I don't think so. No, this yeah. is the first I'm hearing of it. I don't even know if is they. Is that were... a current day term? Yeah, like it was Arabia. When was Arabia? I have no idea, but I'm assuming later. So I mean, I didn't even think of this, Kyle. That makes a pretty good point. So it probably wasn't Arabs. <laughs> it was probably some dirty birds. <laughs> the, the fucking <laughs> a couple falcons. Of dirty birds, dude. Um, I like ravens because they're cousins of crows, and I'm a crow. <laughs> crows are survivors another dirty bird yeah um sometime so then elijah's sick of the desert right yeah he's like i want a home-cooked meal so he goes so to how long is he wandering after telling the king to fuck off and running away I'm, i think people think three years three years yeah he's wandering the desert for three years he's wandering the desert for an x amount yeah it's about three years yeah just getting fed by birds. who really won there uh <laughs> yeah right your girlfriend's a whore. You suck. Now I have to be homeless for three years? Live in a cave. Like, best case scenario, Caleb buys me a six-pack of Hales? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tor. <laughs> so he's like, I want I want a home-cooked mm-hmm. meal. He goes to the nearest town. He's like, finds a finds a husband list. Finds a widow, right? Hey, you ain't got no man. Make me a sandwich. I'm a man of God. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I have no flour or bread. He's like, unlimited flour and unlimited oil, God says. Mm-hmm. So then he's staying there. The widow's kid dies, right? He's yeah. like, don't they worry, chant for six days. I got this. <laughs> Only three in this case. That guy's better. <laughs> he goes upstairs and lays on the dead kid, which is hilarious because the Bible's word for has sex with is he laid with her. Remember? Yeah. They laid with them. So he goes and lays with the dead kid. Believe what you want. Maybe. He lay down on top of him. Yeah. Three times. Maybe they were uh, trying to resurrect all of the wrong way. <laughs> That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> So that brings us to where we are in the story. Um, we're Olive's in- such a sweet name. Who? Olive. Yeah, that's such a sweet name. I think it's from like Popeye. a young baby. <laughs> you think it's from Popeye? The first, <laughs> the first iteration of Olive. Um, her name was Olive Oil. Dude, do you think fair. when they buried her, she'll grow into an olive tree? That could be the miracle. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I mean, that'd be wild if she's Italian. So I'd probably have to guess she choked on some olives then, if that was the case. <laughs> Why were you feeding your olives with pits? That's what God says. Um, so we're in 1 Kings 18. <clears throat> After a long time in the third year. So that's how long. After a long time in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Go present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went to present himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria and Ahab had summoned Obadiah who was in charge of the palace. Obadiah was a devout believer in the Lord. While Jezebel was killing off the prophets, Obadiah had taken a hundred prophets and hidden them in two caves, 50 in each, and had supplied them with food and water. And she's killing them because they're prophetizing. That's what people do. If you worship the wrong God, that's what I mean. They're they're all the way in bail now. Yeah, they're full on bail. The the state religion has changed. And if Mm -hmm. you don't, if 
my God has a bigger dick than your God, and mm. then they're going to kill you. And it's always funny how people kill people in God's name. God never seems to kill anybody himself. Well, right? he was at the beginning. It's true. But more and more, as the, I mean, in modern day times, people yeah. kill people in God's name. God mm. doesn't kill anybody ever. He does make Jesus toast, though, every once in a while. Oh, Jesus appear on toast. Yeah. Remember that was happening? Yeah. One person made like you know $40,000 with Jesus with the lighter. Toast? You know he fucking made that on purpose. He didn't come out of the toaster like that. Come on, Caleb. Caleb. What? There is, there's obviously Jesus. I know God isn't real, but Jesus toast is real. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me Jesus toast isn't real? I take everything literally, okay? Um, Literally. <laughs> I can't think he did it with a lighter of all things, but whatever, <clears throat> butane lighter. What do you think he would do it with? What, how would you make Jesus? How would toast? I make Jesus toast? If I was making an art piece, or if I was God Himself? Yeah. You twist the wires in a toaster. Oh. In that, the shape of whatever you're trying that's to toast. Way smarter than my idea. <clears throat> I'm not. I don't have a steady hand <laughs> to to trace out. I need to make some corrections. They should some one of those Instagram <clears throat> artists that fucking does like the whoosh, like you don't can't tell what it is he and all like the stuff. He should draw Muhammad on toast <laughs> <laughs> and say that he just appeared on this toast. How about this for a bit? Oh, How about what? this for a bit? We go on Fiverr, right? Yeah. We pay artists to just draw us Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's a really good bit. I wonder how many of them wouldn't do it. A lot, probably. We should do it. What's it only costs us five bucks? Fucking film. Yeah, it. I know. That's what I mean. Um, it probably they'd probably be less willing to draw the higher you go up in the pay scale. I'm sure the five dollar people need the money more. Yeah, I don't know the major religions of the. I think Fiverr is mostly like Bangladesh, India. Because oh, I went on it a couple times. Um, well, in India, there's like Muslims, mm -hmm. Sikhs, and Hindus, and they have a vicious. They are none of them get along with each other. So some of them would would draw Muhammad. Probably. <laughs> I say we do it. Do I, we live stream it though? Yes. Or, or, I mean, make why, ourselves martyrs. Why not? Let's do it. I'm in. Okay, verse five. Ahab had said to Obadiah. Go through the land to all the springs and valleys. Maybe we can find some grass to keep the horses and mules alive so we won't have to kill any of our animals because there's been no rain for three years. These yeah. people, it must suck to live where they live, having famines <laughs> multiple times in your lifetime. Yeah, I know what you in mean. In one lifetime, it's like three years we didn't eat very much. And you, they, you know they'd want to leave, but their neighbors have better land, are therefore more powerful, and they keep them in the fucking desert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, why would you want to share? Yeah, because God's like this. I chose you this shitty desert, <laughs> your chosen land. Yeah. God, I gave it. I gave you this great peace. It's funny to to be living in the desert and then attribute all the droughts, which naturally happen all the time in a desert, <laughs> to whether you've behaved to God's expectations or not. That is ridiculous. That because if you take the same mentality to some prosperous place full of food, you're like, God fucking loves me. <laughs> yes. Look at all this shit it gives me all the time. And my favorite part is that's their God's chosen piece of land for them to live. The desert. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you'd find excuses to kill each other anyways mm -hmm. if you were in fertile land. But they'd have to be wildly different excuses. 
Like, because yeah. it kind of seemed like all human beings sacrifice shit to God. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a pretty big trend we had going on there for a while. Well, when you don't know literally anything about mm-hmm. science, hardly, and you don't understand weather, you don't understand germs, you don't understand plagues, you don't mm-hmm. understand, you know, season, I don't know, you don't understand almost anything. The sun and moon and all this, like, crap. Uh, if you, like, kill a goat and all of a sudden the weather gets good, you're like, I think I did something there. I think I did something there. I'm going to kill goats every day. It's like like uh, when you mash buttons in a video game and do a cool combo. You're you know, like, was it this? Yeah, I think. And you just keep trying to replicate that. <laughs> and then, like, you know, the weather gets worse. You're like, I should kill more goats. That's the only way. I, I mean, that's what I think. I don't yeah, know. yeah, probably. So Just like if you're in a really good place that you don't have that. I mean, I think they sacrifice shit everywhere. Yeah. And then the worse the weather gets, they start killing better and better. We need to do, we need more valuable stuff. Cows, people. It's funny. If it, if they knew exactly what was going on, they're doing the exact opposite thing they should be doing. Right? Instead of conserving their animals, they're killing more of them. So, oh, that's funny. I like so, how you just get back what you sacrifice. They, that's as simple as they got it. I kill this, God gives me more of this. That's they, I burn weed, I get more weed. I kill goats, I get more goats. To this day... I kill witches, I get more witches, I guess. Because <laughs> they can sacrifice witches. I, that actually kind of makes sense, because the more witches you burn, the more seem to pop up. Yeah. To Tell this me day, about it. To this day, people believe that. It's called the prosperity blessing theology, and mm-hmm. that's why the church says, give us your money, God will bless you tenfold. And there's a bunch of verses that support it. Mm-hmm. So... People just give the church money, expecting God. Like sometimes people give the church money and then like play the lottery, and then the one person that wins, they they plaster that all over the fucking Christian news sites and all the. Of course. And then everybody else fucking loses. Like how half the country is Christian, but they're like, "Look, we won." Yeah. Right. We win like fifty percent of the time. It's crazy. (laughs) God loves us. So it sucks though, as Canadians, that loonies are so hard to burn. (laughs) It's retarded. What a tootie. And then whip them at a stripper. <laughs> I never had that. I've we never met, had that shit in Winnipeg. People, the fucking toonie shit. Uh, fucking riggers I worked with. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Rig pigs. Okay. <laughs> they would They would do that shit. <laughs> um, I thought you went to one of those meetings. <laughs> Ahab had said to Obadiah, go through the land to all the springs and valleys. Maybe we can find some grass to keep the horses and mules alive so we won't have to kill any of our animals. <clears throat> so they were divided the land. And they were, they were going to cover Ahab going one direction and Obadiah going another. Obadiah is his right hand man, and remember he's a secret mm-hmm. Christian, but he can't declare his faith. He's like secretly worshiping. Okay, and, he's like plotting in the background. He's more like, um, uh, what's that guy? Schindler's List, or uh, I never saw it. Or uh, uh, Anne Frank. She, he's like hiding, hiding. He's hiding Jews, actually, because mm-hmm. he's hiding I guess so. in caves and he's feeding them. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what he's like. And Didn't Anne Frank, did she die? Yeah, she died. That's the, br- that's the <clears throat> brutal part of the story. She, yeah. like, want, she keeps a diary every day for like more than a year and get ca- gets caught and killed. That's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story about Anne Frank. Yeah. One of our one of my close buddies in high school. You're just saying that I didn't think you had an actual story. One of my close buddies in high school looked. You know, there was a picture of her on the cover. She's kind of like I don't know. She looks how she looks. Like a young curly haired girl, right? Uh, yeah, she's got. She just looks like a girl, but I mean, she's kind of ugly. 
And my friend, <laughs> matter, you heard it here first. Matter of and fact, Frank, she looked bitch. exactly like one of my guy friends, and we all fucking <laughs> started calling him Anne Frank, and he hated it. Actually, no, he didn't. That's he was, the guy was hilarious. He embraced it. Um, <laughs> Tyler, if you're out there, fuck, that was funny. Who's Tyler? You mean Anne? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Obadiah was walking along, and Elijah mm-hmm. met him. Obadiah recognized him, bowed to the ground, and said, Is it really you, my lord Elijah? Yes, he replied. Go tell your master. Elijah is here. What have I done wrong, asked Obadiah, that you are handing your servant over to Ahab to be put to death? What? As surely as the Lord your God lives, there is not a nation or kingdom where my master has not sent someone to look for you. And whenever a nation or kingdom has claimed you're not there, he made them swear that they could not find you. But now you tell me to go tell my master and say Elijah is here? I don't know where the spirit of the Lord may carry you when I leave When I leave you. It's basically he's saying that's a death sentence. If I go say I know where Elijah is, the king will be like, you knew the whole time and you're dead. That's what he's saying? Yes. Oh, okay. So, was Elijah the king before? No, Elijah's the prophet. Elijah's, remember? So, there's been, it's always the king, it's the two pillars of the state. It's the monarchy and the papacy, but it's not called that, the priesthood. So, like, the only thing that can oppose the king is a prophet of God, Mm -hmm. right? So, there's like a power struggle, essentially. Until they go, all your prophets are actually the wrong ones now. So Dude, that's we exact- get full control. That's exactly what happens in this story. It's badass. So, um, so this Oba Obadiah guy, yeah, was working underneath Elijah. He's he no he's at the one ki- point he's the king's right hand man. Currently, currently, Hi, secret Christian ha- has been secret Christian. Yeah, but he's not Christian yet. Yahweh follower, mm-hmm. and he's hiding hiding Christians in caves, mm-hmm. Jews in caves, and. So he he's like roots for Elijah, but he's like you know secretly working for the other side. Of course. So I don't know where the spirit of the Lord may carry you when I leave you. If I go and tell Ahab and he doesn't find you, he will kill me. Yet I, your servant, have worshipped the Lord since my youth. Haven't you heard, my Lord, what I did while Jezebel was killing the prophets of the Lord? I hid a hundred of the Lord's prophets in two caves, fifty in each, and supplied them with food and water. And now you tell me to go to my master and say, Elijah is here, he will kill me. Elijah said, as surely as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, I will surely present myself to Ahab today. So he's basically going to, like, it's on. Remember when Moses and Aaron went to the Pharaoh and they were like, you know, we're prophets of God, let the Israel, let the let my people go. Yeah. And the, the you know, his magicians and sorcerers threw down their staffs and they turned to snakes and then moses and aaron were like check this shit out threw down their staffs and they turned to snakes and their their snakes ate the pharaoh's snakes and it was just like holy fuck so we have an even bigger showdown about to go down here so is this led by elijah yes okay so obadiah went to meet ahab and told him and ahab went to meet elijah when he saw elijah he said is that you you troubler of israel I have not made trouble for Israel, Elijah replied, but you and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's command and have followed the Baals. Now summon the people from all over Israel to meet me on Mount Mount Carmel. Bring me 450 (laughs) prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So he says, bring your 800 best guys. Versus my what? 50 guys in caves? No, versus me. Really? He says, bring your 800 best guys, meet me on Mount Carmel. 
I like how I'm imagining him and just all going, shananana. That's You're not far off. So Ahab sent word throughout all of Israel and assembled. You know what it'd be like? You ever see those uh those like fake martial arts guys? Yes. That just get trucked. Yeah, we've talked about them before. I, I don't know we have, but it like if eight hundred of those guys are doing voodoo at me, yeah. you could just one by one just just deck ding, them all. Right? So if Elijah just realizes that they can't do anything, just it's, one by one. It's more of a demonstration <clears throat> of power than a than a fight. But so, something has to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so listen to this. So Ahab sent word throughout all of Israel, dude. Could you imagine the like official king's word? Everybody, anybody who can come to Mount Caramel, we're do we're having a showdown. It's mm-hmm. like God, it's Elijah versus eight hundred and fifty of our best guys. They're, you know, the posters. I like, mean, that's a pay per view event for the ages, right? Yeah, it's like Mike Tyson coming back. Elijah went before the people and said, "How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow Him. But if Baal is God, follow Him." But the people said nothing. So. Elijah's saying, you know, because you know that there's still a lot of followers at Yahweh, mm-hmm. but they're suppressed. They're hiding. They're underground. And they don't want to pop their head up yeah, and get exactly, it chopped off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you you bunch of pussies, follow the real God. Or, like, who's... this? Today we'll decide who God is. But the people said nothing. Then Elijah said to them, I am the only one left of the Lord's prophets. Dude, it's like fucking reverse Jedi and Sith. Like there's a whole bunch of Jedi, but only ever like two Sith, like the master and the apprentice. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm the last fucking prophet. That's so badass to me. <laughs> like, all the all, Jezebel killed all the rest and he's been hiding in caves getting fed by birds. I just, I know this is going to go his way, but it shouldn't. Yeah. So I'm the last one of the Lord's prophets left. But Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let them choose one for themselves. So he's like, get two bulls. You pick. What does that mean exactly? Like uh, like uh, horned fucking oh, cows. The animal. Bulls. Yeah, like B-U-L-L-S. Not like studs. No. Not like give me your two best guys. No, two bulls. <clears throat> and, you know, you pick to mm-hmm. take whichever one you like. Mm-hmm. I like that he does that. Like, you know, he's taking no advantage. He's not angling yeah, I'm gonna at ride, all. I'm going to ride one of them. The uh, last 10 seconds. No. Listen, just listen. Get yeah. two bowls for us. Uh, let them choose one for themselves and let them cut it into pieces and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bowl and put wood, but not set fire to it. Then you call in the name of your God and I will call in the name of my God. The Lord who answers by fire, he is God. So you got two altars set up. They're mm-hmm. all ready. No one's allowed to light them on fire. Whoever, Whichever one starts on fire first, that's the real God. I mean, this seems like a pretty easy to fucking thwart test, but just assume that everyone's playing by the rules. You know, it's kind of funny though, because fire does fire builds. If anyone's ever started a fire, mm-hmm. uh, you can have. I I don't I I know the ending of the story. So, well, you can keep going, but if you just if I put an ember, like in a little thing in the middle of the fire, and just did fucking this at it for half an hour, it, there would be a fire. Yes. Eventually. That's not what happens, though. Okay. So uh, then all the people said, what you say is good. So this is in front of everybody. So mm-hmm. the people are kind of got their arms crossed, and they're yeah, just yeah, like, makes sense. all right, let's, yeah, let's see what happens here. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. I mean, I kind of like the new God, but you know what? I'm willing to go back. Yeah. Elijah said to the prophets, <clears throat> choose one of the bulls and prepare it first, since there are so many of you. 
Call on the name of your God, but do not light the fire. So they took the bull given to them and prepared it. You think you would think that they actually had spotters if all the people of Israel there and it's on Mount. Yeah, Kong. I would assume. So you got like people watching. So, mm-hmm. um, and we have to pretend that they don't even know what sleight of hand is. Yes, we also have to pretend that. <laughs> okay. Then they called on the name of Baal from morning till noon. Oh Baal, answer us! They shouted. But oh God. <laughs> But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar that they had made. That's what they do. They oh, do. yeah. Those, those, that's like psycho. I've seen like in movies or an image or a. That's, imagine a, that. Like, yeah. a, like a fire dance. Mm-hmm. It, listen to this. It gets way crazier. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. He starts to heckle them. I love this shit. But his isn't on fire either. No, he's like, you go first. So call on your God. Take as long as you need. You go first. And so they- Oh, per- that's what he's doing. I thought they were both doing it at the same time. No. No. Like but a race. I, I kind of set it up that way, mm-hmm. which was a, mis- mis- a mistake. So at noon, he starts to t- heckle them. He starts to taunt them. He says, shout louder. He said, surely he is a God. Perhaps he is in deep thought. Or busy, or traveling. Maybe he's sleeping and should be awakened. So they shouted louder and slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed. So he, they're like, he's like, it's not working, dipshits. Like yeah, maybe cut yourself deeper. Yeah, <laughs> and then they start cutting themselves, pouring blood all over it. They're probably, you know, doing weird dancing and convulsing and weird, all this weird shit. Mm-hmm. Never seen that before. <laughs> right. <laughs> So they shouted, uh, midday passed. They continued their frantic prophesying until the time for the evening sacrifice. But there was no response. No one answered. No one paid attention. You got to think the crowd's probably dispersing. This is kind of, this is like, all right. Yeah, this is boring. Then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. And they came to him. And he re- repaired the altar of the Lord, which was in ruins, right? Because they always put the altars on the on the high places because it's better to be h- closer to God because God likes that shit. Mm-hmm. And God likes the thinner air. That's one of the crimes that the kings had done before. They destroyed the altars of the Lord. So he repairs the broken altar, yep. which is like a symbolic thing. And Elijah took 12 stones, once for each of the tribes, descended from Jacob, whom to to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Your name shall be Israel. With the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it, large enough to hold two seas of seed. That's about 13 quarts or 15 liters. Uh, he arranged the wood and cut the bowl into pieces. And so he laid brought it. fucking gasoline to this, no, to this battle. It was enough to hold that much. Um, pull, f- fill four jugs with water and pour it on the offering. So he... Ups the stakes. Gonna douse his in water. Yeah, and he's got a trench around it filled with water now, so it's soaked. Mm -hmm. Okay, do it again, he said. And they did it again. Do it a third time, and he he ordered, and they did it a third time. The fucking rule of threes of the Bible. Mm -hmm. The water ran down and around the altar and even filled the trench. At the time of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so these people will know that you, O Lord, are God, and you are are turning the hearts 
turning their hearts back again. I just got goosebumps, man. This is such a, this was like when I was a kid, I did this in front of my whole church. I would read this passage. This is your favorite one or what? It's one it's up there. I love David. I like Samson, but this mm-hmm. one this one's so badass cuz he, he heckle I love the way he heckles them and it took all day and then he pours water on his and he's just like, "All right, t- time just one fuck you after another." Yeah. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and licked up all the water in the trench. You have to imagine a fireball from heaven just mm-hmm. nuking the altar. Everything <laughs> incinerated in an instant. Including the rocks. Yeah, the rocks, everything. The ground around it, the trench, everything. Um, when the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord, he is God! The Lord, he is God! Then Elijah commanded them, Seize the prophets of Baal! Don't let anyone away! They seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the who, kitchen. Who is commanding? He's commanding to the people that now witness yeah, this? Yeah, so everyone that saw this, a yeah. rabid clou- crowd <clears throat> of people, he says, get those fuckers. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. All right, I guess we will now. <laughs> yes. So he, they seized them, brought them down to the Kishon Valley, and slaughtered them there. And sla- Good. No rehab was possible. No. Even though they just seen... Yes. God do that. They're like, no, bales are bales the shit still. Uh, it's more like they, like they had gone too far. They 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 were prophets of Baal. You can't be see God's forgiveness there's is no real for, I was just gonna say there's no real forgiveness. That's later. Got this angry <clears throat> God, which is the same God. Mm-hmm. These fucking dipshits. Well, once his own brother or son. It's his own son, but he's <laughs> yeah. the same guy. Yeah. What the fuck? I I honestly, Christians, if there's any of you listening to this. That is the dumb, like, how do you explain that? Sorry, I it just makes me furious. Um, and then Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink. So he says to the king, you better go get your last meal, basically. The sound of heavy rain is... Thunder, maybe okay. rolling thunder, maybe it's starting to patter. Why hasn't he killed the king yet? Uh, we'll get well, there. He's making it a spectacle. We'll get there. Uh, so Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Caramel, bent down to the ground, put his face between his knees, and sucked his own dick. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say kissed his ass goodbye. <laughs> and came in his own mouth. Um, and he, too, was now born Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There's nothing there, he said. Seven times, Elijah said. Go back. Uh, number seven again. Mm-hmm. Um, go back. The seventh time, the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down there before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose and heavy rain came on Ahab and rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah. Tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. So now he is racing a chariot to the next town. He says, go have a meal because bad shit's going to happen. And he's he's praying. He goes to the top. He puts his head between his knees. He's praying, praying, saying, send that fucking rain. You promised you'd send me the rain if I did this shit. And then he's like, go, is there rain yet? And the Mm -hmm. servant's seven times there and back, doesn't see it. That must have been a long fucking walk for this guy, probably. Seven times from mm-hmm. the top of the mountain. I guess you could see from the top of the mountain. Why is he asking his servant to go look? Yeah, I don't know. Dumb shit. Maybe he had to walk over the uh, over the horizon. I guess. So he walks over the horizon, looks, and he finally sees the cloud, and then he says, uh, Ahab, 
race you to Jez Real, you, me versus your chariot. And he tucks in his cloak into his belt. He like basically pulls up our dresses like we're wearing now mm-hmm. and tucks it into his pants and takes, he's wearing <laughs> Nike sandals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's wearing, they don't have shoes, I doubt. Um, I think, is that the end of the podcast? I think that, uh, I think we should leave this because this story goes on and on. So So right now we left it off. He's in a full bone sprint against a uh, chariot, some donkeys. No, some horses. Um, it says a chariot. Chariots pull horses, but they typically only had donkeys. I don't know. I'm going to do some research for next week. It says, uh, go tell uh, hitch up your chariot. Does he? It doesn't say you would imagine. I mean, I think you could outrun donkeys, but Mm -hmm. I don't think you can outrun horses. But I don't think you could outrun either on a reasonable distance. Yeah, not in those, not in that footwear. But he hasn't been a desert man for three years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, next week on the yeah, podcast, the results of the chariot the race and what happens to King Ahab and his wife. All good things, I'm sure. Eh? He's gonna have. He's gonna show a lot of mercy. Is I, his wife Jezebel? Yeah, Jezebel. Actually, we don't get to find out what happens to her for a, for a little bit, but. Um, that'll be good. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Uh, Did you like the story at least? I like the story. I mean, from mm. the perspective of like, like it's bad. At, here's the problem I have with the Bible mm-hmm. is that you hear wild stories, mm-hmm. and then you hear like, okay, this is a little more reasonable, but it's still insane. So I have, I'm having to pretend. I never grew up believing this. I get how you're excited yeah. if you think that's true. Yeah. I, but I'm like, this is kind of just, oh, if I'm going to make something up, it's kind of lame. <laughs> you know? If it happened for real, that's badass. Yeah. But if I'm going to make up a story, that's true. it kind of sucks. It's true. But we all were talking- No, no, no. Here's the thing. <clears throat> the wood was really wet, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, no, no. I made a fire out of wet wood. It's you should have seen it. You're the first person to tell me it's lame. At church, it's like the biggest fucking hype story Yeah, because if, if it was real, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Right? But we've heard a bunch of crazier shit. That's true. The staffs and the snakes thing that we mentioned is cooler sounding than that. Ah, the fireball nuking the whole altar. And I love the fact that the whole crowd mm-hmm. was... I like the challenge aspect. You like the buildup. I love the buildup. The shit talking. The shit knowing talking. the whole time your God's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Imagine he lost and they put that in the Bible. Here's, that's that's what I wanted to happen. Yeah. I didn't like it as much. I desperately wanted him to go, okay, God, do your thing, and then just nothing happens to him either. That's Because that, that's what would happen. That's what would nothing. happen. Okay, and then the story gets made. Mm-hmm. That, that, no, it totally worked, and everyone tells the story. Just like Bethel, mm-hmm. with the fucking gl- glitter cloud. And they're like, no, it's a real thing. We all saw it. We all saw <laughs> I like it. Like how also to legitimize it, they're like, also the rocks exploded. Yeah, the rocks the exploded. rocks exploded to dust, and the trench, the water in the trench, it burned up too. In fact, everything that was there originally is, was now doesn't exist, so it's unprovable. Really, <laughs> there's no leftover ash or anything. It all exploded, and it all happened, and you all saw it, or I'll kill you. Yeah, seize them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's a good story. Um, did we get any emails this week, Kyle? We actually did. Nice. Mm. I forgot about this one. For the podcast, I was like, we resolve. I resolve mm-hmm. to be nicer to the emails because I resolve to you get what you get. Even Simeon, even Simeon said, "You guys are too mean." Simeon's like part-time host of this place, so that makes two against one. The real interrupter <laughs> is he worse? This is a <laughs> what? Is, I missed that. Is Simeon worse of an interrupter? 
Oh, if if we were going on like biology, who's the true first inter- who's the true interrupter? It might be Sam. You have to imagine being the youngest of four boys and just be- trying to get a word in. Oh, just absolutely, <laughs> dude. He was born. He was born to be the interrupter. Yeah. This is a. This one's a simple question. Okay. Question from Kevin. Very simple. It's the first one-liner we got. Okay. Which I respect because you know why? It has to have weight. If you have one line, there's no fluff. In a one-line question. I'm a little bit intimidated. I don't know if I can answer this. Quick question. Who created the creator? Oh, my God, dude. That's the fucking... <laughs> Come on. That's an unanswerable question. And that's... Sure. Fa- I, no, but you already promised to be to be kind. That's, in fact... Um, I, no, I said great question. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just said it's an unanswerable question. And that's, in fact, what I say to Christians all the time. Hey, I worship the God that made your God. They're like, our God's the first God. There's no God before us. Um, well, here's the thing. Originally, there was like infinite matter condensed into uh, a non-existent space. Yeah. And then it exploded, and that's how God was created. Okay, no. Here's here's how it happens. Yeah. I figured it out. <clears throat> I actually, this is actually genius. Okay. The you, Holy you should probably Spirit, reserve saying that till after. No, this is but, genius. Okay, good. This is genius. You're putting a lot of weight this on it. This is probably the best answer anyone's ever come up with ever. You've also nothing you've, could be better than this answer. You've you've drenched it in three gallons of water, yes. and now you got to try and light it on fire. <laughs> Uh, touche okay so the holy spirit um because there was nothing there was just ether and antimatter that was the holy spirit he he created all of a sudden he combusted into the heavenly father who then declared the earth and all that Mm -hmm. and begat his son who eventually died and became the holy spirit do you see that's how. That's who created. Full circle. Yes, <clears throat> that's how they win, Kyle. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit created God, who created the Earth, who created the but Son. Who created the Holy Spirit? Jesus did. But who created Jesus? The Father. Who created him? The Spirit. And who created? <laughs> created him. See, you see, Kyle. I like it. It's Aliens. the rock, paper, scissors. You got to get them. You got That's s- the Trinity. That's get- why they do it. I, I just, I now believe in it. You got to get them into a circular logic. <laughs> I believe Google. in the Trinity now. Mm-hmm. I just convinced myself. I don't think any Christians come up with an answer better than that. The only the only person to be able to convince Caleb there is a God is the smartest person alive. Me. Himself. <laughs> All right. Oh, I want to say one thing. Yep. Um, we have a Patreon now. Some of you know that already. And um, I was thinking, I was getting real mad listening to the Heaven's Bent podcast about how much fucking money they make at, at church. <laughs> getting real mad about yeah. it. And I was just thinking... The church people or the Heaven's Bend people? Uh, the church people. Yeah. yeah. Heaven's sure. Bend documents how much the church makes. Well, it doesn't mm-hmm. document it, but like... It, it's, it's reporting it. It's in, it's in you. Whatever. It's in, the point is... I don't... What, what was my point, Kyle? The Heaven's Bend people. You're no. listening to the podcast. Oh, get mad the at church people. Don't give money to church. It's making tons of money. Don't give money to church. And you're mad. The church We're is just a giant... Uh, Trust fund, basically, to defend pedophiles in court. Okay? Yeah. So instead of that, give us your five bucks. You talking about Hollywood? I'm talking about mostly no, the here's Catholics. The we don't... We're, this is like... <laughs> we're, you get us at a, a very... on. We're, we You get a very Jewish discount listening to the Bible beaters. <laughs> yes. We don't want 10% of your money. Exactly. We want one. Yeah, th- that, not even. That is a that is a, that is is a a steal any way you look at that it. That is a really good deal. Plus... 
you know we're just gonna <laughs> drink it. It'll go directly to my liver, which yeah, will yeah. maybe even prevent us from reading this full book if I drink myself to death before it's done. Like mm-hmm. we've only read five hundred pages in two years. Well, if you do do that, we'll uh, we'll pray you back alive. Thank you. Six days. I want you to wait before you bury uh, me. I think I on can do it in five. <laughs> I think you can do. <laughs> Douse it in water. All right, you mm-hmm. can play the song.